had a tweet, uh, no, an Instagram from a fr- friend in the area. They're driving back from the Gold Coast. Yep. And the inst- it was like an Instagram story, and it was the EFTM podcast uh, screenshot, and go, we're listening on the road trip home. And I wrote back and I go, where are the kids? Like, because they've got three little girls. <laughs> I said, you're not. Like, oh, oh, thank they're, you. They're but listening as well. well the EFTM podcast explicit. is not for kiddies. It's blue. It's a bit of blue language. Well, there's a little bit of language. <laughs> and and she, she were back there. Don't worry. They're, they're watching movies in the back. With their own headphones on. Okay. I damn hope so. Okay. So, ki- kiddies listening, you know. Yeah. But that's, there's but some that's, stuff we don't include in the two show. Two blokes is fit for the whole family. Uh, every now and then, Uncle and Trev guide. makes a little <laughs> slip of the tongue. Yeah. Um, I keep it clean on Tech Guide too. Oh, you know, over... Respect the audience, Absolutely. you know. But anyway. EFTM's a bit looser, isn't oh, it? Oh, massive. Not a bit looser. Massively loose. Loosey-goosey. Anyway, let's do Two Blokes Talking Tech. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec yeah. from techguide.com.au. I, I interjected because I actually don't really hear that much, so I didn't know how it went. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Love your work, mate. Really good stuff. Stephen, episode 385. Thanks for the good people at Netgear and Uniden here in the EFTM studio. Uh, Geez, there's a lot to get through this week. I'm not even going to muck around. We just need to get straight into it. Absolutely. Um, Let's not waste any time more than we have. Today, we we can have as much time as we like. (laughs) It's just very late at night. And people, so I think, uh, I I wonder how this show will go. Numbers-wise, yeah, because the Easter weekend. Because hopefully people have either got time to chill over the Easter weekend or yeah. they've got road trips, so yeah. this could feature in the car. So if you're listening in the car, yeah. get someone, safely. someone who's not driving, send us a photo of the you know the infotainment yes. system with the two blokes on it or something like that. Absolutely. And let us know where you're heading. And make sure that you t- keep under the speed limit. Double, double demerits, demerits in force, keep folks. It easy, take it easy. There's two periods of double demerits. It goes well, no, over Easter and then it, it stops. Straight? And it stops for like 24 hours and it goes into in Anzac, Anzac. Anzac Day weekend, yeah. Whatever. They're out there to get you. I've, I've avoided double demerits very easily. Catching the train to mum's next week. Oh, you really? Can't get booked on the train. Yeah. Well, I, I, uh, I, I just keep to the speed limit. I can't do that. <laughs> well, tell, I just put autopilot on and I'm good. Every time go my, my kids over. tell we're talking about going to see my mum, they go, yeah, we're going on the train, first class. And I'm like, of course. well, of course, it's how we roll. And then I look at the people we're talking to and go, listen, it's um, a centimetre extra leg room and you're in the buffet car. That's first class on a country So how many train. hours is the train trip? <laughs> it's about six, uh, ten, and, yeah, six hours. And driving, it's what, about five? Five and a half, six. Like we've, we've to be that, honest, we drove it. Yeah, with kids. Three, two, three years ago, isn't it? With kids, it's the same. Yeah. But I don't have to drive. And I can put headphones on and just ignore the... I mean, I can entertain well. the kids. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So, uh, yes, today, uh, big day. Samsung... Let's go back a couple of days, actually. Let's go back a couple of days. Yes. Uh, in fact, let's go back a few weeks and say Samsung Galaxy Fold announced in February just before Mobile World Congress, and no one got to touch it. No one got to see it other than the promo videos. Correct. And we mean no one, because obviously we live in a world where there are some people who get to see it you know, first, and there might yeah. be some dude, whatever. But no one. No uh, one. That's I was surprising. Yes. I thought that we'd get a hold of it maybe in, in the in the hands-on area. Remember, we walked in the hands-on area, yep. and we said, "Oh, where's the Galaxy Fold?" I said, "Oh, it's not here." We walked straight out again. And so you kind of, I just assumed there'd be some dude oh, with twenty million yeah. YouTube views that would get a look at it and have a play with behind it. No, some glass. Or hasn't something. happened, right? Yeah. So then, fast forward to this week, and they released this pretty epic video, and it's it's a video that Samsung has made with their. I think they call them their friends or something, friends yeah. of Samsung. Yes. A bunch of influencers, YouTubers, and people who they've got relationships with over many years through other paid content or just great relationships, yeah. whatever it is. They're influencers slash tech journalists and high-profile tech journalists. And they, they have videoed them receiving the box, opening yeah, the box, the and their first, their first impressions of yeah. the Galaxy Fold device, which in America goes on sale next week on the 26th. Yes. Um, for one thousand nine hundred eighty US dollars, which by the, way, the conversion is three grand in Australia. Yes. Like we don't know yet, but it, it, it will be big. So then, there's other people not in the video, like actual journalists, with respect to the influencers, um, who also have got them. And and I I know of an analyst called Patrick Moorhead who has one. So they've then gone, okay, so not just these influencers, but here's a bunch of important people, yep. journalists and analysts, who are going to obviously assess the thing. And and they all came out at once, just so people understand. They would have received these devices with an embargo. They would have said, right. listen, here here is a here's the device. We've done this with our iPhones yep. reviews. They say, right, here's the the device. You cannot publish yep. a video or any content until 11 a.m. on yep. this date. And they all did. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, Marcus Brownlee, you know, big YouTuber, Casey yeah. Neistat, they all released videos of their first impressions. Yeah. And clearly, uh, especially in Marquez's case, not a review. 
um, yes. because you know he's very detailed in reviews. So it was very much a here's what it looks like, here's some things I've observed, and that yeah. kind of thing, right? Yeah, same with Casey did the same, and there was one other. Do you watch Unbox Therapy? therapy yeah. yeah. So he's he he did about three videos, right? And then the last video he did was the one we're about to talk about, and you know social media was the chosen platform for the worst part of this whole story, and that is it hasn't gone well for Samsung. I've called this a disastrous start because you're a week away from the launch and some of the most influential people in the world are going, oh, hang on a minute. Now, the first problem is the screen protector or lack thereof. Not that it's getting broken, but around the edges it looks from observations I've made and from the people that I've seen talk about this, it looks like there's a screen protector on. Now, if you think about Oppo is the number one I always think of. They When they, when you get an Oppo phone, it looks like it's got a... There's it, a built-in one, it's yes. Got, you know, well, there is one. It's got a really good screen protector yeah. on. If you leave it on there, it's not like when you get a, a remote control... Uh, or, or like an iPhone. The iPhone's just got plastic you it, take straight off. Exactly, you know. Or, or this remote control I got here the other yeah. day, you know, it's got plastic on it, you rip it off. Yeah. You know, it's not that. It's actually a screen protector. Yeah, and you can a leave it on if you want. Protector, yeah. And so people were looking at this on the game. Galaxy Fold, and the, and so Marcus Brownlee, for example, went, oh, I'll start taking it off. Started taking it off, and it turns out it's ruining the phone. Like, it doesn't work. Um, um, uh, what's his name? Mark Gurman, who mm-hmm. you know, works for Bloomberg, was originally at 9 to 5 Mac. Big, yep. you know, big deal. Very, very, uh, very good journal these days. Um, did the same thing, but he's, it, like, destroyed the screen. It won't even turn on now. And, and then you had people saying to them, there's a lady called Joanna, Joanna Stern. Joanna Stern, yeah. She said, look, mine has this corner that's coming it started up. started to lift in the which, corner. Which to me looks exactly like, and all these photos are on EFTM.com, and you'll see them on techguide.com.au as well. Um, it look, it's one of those things you go, oh, I'm going to rip that off. Yeah. Well, and you would. Well, looking at that, like looking at Joanna Stern, that's a really good example. You're thinking, oh, hang on, yeah. there's, there's another little peel thing to peel off. Yeah. And her tweet, she said, oh, I, I, thought, I, I, I thought I'd started to peel this yesterday, not knowing, and then it got worse. Yeah. And the thing is, there's some people in the, the bloke who works, I think, at AT and T or something, replied to a few of them, saying, "Look, there's actually a warning on the on the plastic cover that says something very broadly, like, you know, there's just don't don't take the screen protector off." But to be honest, who who reads anything? You just rip it open and, and off you go. So wow. that's the first problem: is this screen protector thing. And you think to yourself, okay, quickly, we've got a week. Every single one sold, like when you buy a drone, you get the fly. Every single one yeah. sold, we need to make sure it's handed over and they're given a fly that says, do not try and peel the bloody screen off, okay? And that's a way of uh, averting that crisis before they work out a manufacturing issue, right? Well, oh. but so, but would this have been, I know these were early, I don't know, are they, can we class these as early models or they'd be the same, I, manuf- the, the same I, models going out to pre-orders, would I, I believe they are production models because we're a week away. If it was a so month they're, and they're, a half away. they'd be like the proper retail version. Yeah, yeah. And I watched a couple of unboxings. You know, they've got full wraps yeah, around them. It's not and like big boxes and yeah. the, the, the phone, the box lifts out so of my the thought, other box. So my thought is that potentially some of that boxing isn't the retail boxing. Some of that was for influencer. But I think that inside boxing, camera, yeah. I think that inside box, the small box we open up and it's opened. That's the case. I think that's, that's what the, you get. That's it, right? That's the retail box. Yeah. The packaging. So you could argue they, they can get out of that. But the problem is... Uh, two people that I've seen, there's probably more, <laughs> let's be honest. The tech editor at CNBC uh, published a video on yeah. Twitter of his screen. Steve Kovach. Ain't working. After like, one day of use and on, on his and, and video, is have, one half white, and the other mate, half dark. Play that video, Stephen. It is, yeah. it's horrific to watch. It's, uh, you know, it's a thing that's flickering around. It's, you know, it's clearly a faulty screen. And, yep. and, like, it's just not good. And then The Verge have one, mm-hmm. which has got, like, a little... It looks like it's got something under the screen, like a little dot. And it's bulging, and it's caused the screen to break as well. So... Yeah. That's the worst one, I think. No, that's the Mark Gurman one, which, uh, which yeah, is right. actually based on him taking the screen protector off. Scroll down, and we're talking about Twitter here, folks. You can do it for yourself. Oh, so he's taken this screen protector thing off, but it's actually not meant to be taken off. So that's part. This obviously part of the because because you got to remember this is a foldable phone, so it's not glass. No, this is several layers of plastic and acrylic. That's right. So this is obviously the top Just layer. Just layers that that they've. Oh, hang on. Oh, this might come off. Yeah. So have a look wow. at the Verge, for example, Stephen. You bring it up while I talk about it. Theverge.com, You know, another hugely influential tech site. Yeah. Um, theirs it worked beautifully until uh, you know this this. Oh, I guess a foreign object appeared slightly under the screen at the fold, and it's literally, you know, it's a bump there, and it's causing the screen not to work anymore. And they've been very clear, look, we haven't done anything weird with this phone. We've just taken photos of it. And they said in their article somewhere, they say, look, 
the only thing we did was we we held it up with modeling clay when we're taking photos, which I do with blue tack. You know, you stick it yeah, in blue yeah, tack. Of course. And they say, so, you know, maybe a piece of that got in there and under there. And, but in the end, that's that's stupid. It shouldn't happen. It, should, it shouldn't be able to happen. Mate, wow. it's it's a big problem. Oh, absolutely. And this like is this. this is a week out from launch. And and we like from what I'm hearing, we're not going to get it till May, middle of May sometime. Well, I think it's I think it's okay to say that they were going to announce Australian pricing in the week of the 29th. Yes. And I think it would be available somewhere in May. Well, I I, I remember seeing these I was videos. not told that was under embargo. They yeah. told, they gave me a save the date. Okay. You know? So right. I think we're well, getting no, it. I received it. I received I in fact it was a coincidence because I saw all these videos appearing online. Mm. I'm thinking well, I emailed, I emailed Samsung and said, I've just seen all these videos. When when are we going to get our hands on it? Mm. And then, coincidentally, uh, the Samsung's PR company said, oh, here, by the way, we, we're really excited to announce the fold. We're going to have some things on this date, and yeah. then it won't go on sale till after this. And yeah. then, and I, I emailed back saying, oh, is this a coincidence? Like, I emailed Samsung, and you've emailed me. Is that a coincidence? I said, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, so yeah. Happened to be the same day. So I'm just going to say straight out, I don't think it's going to go on sale in America next week. I don't think it's going to go on sale in Australia. Well, what about if you've at if, the same plant time? What, so there, there would have been pre-orders then for the for the oh, US they? sales. I don't know. I don't know. There would be if you if it's going on sale next week. I don't, I don't, I just, Samsung always have pre-orders for their phones. But today I don't know. I have not seen we'll have anything to, we'll have to about check that. that out. But I'm uh, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, mate, so they can't sell it. They can't put this in stores. Can they? Well, Stephen, no, it's, it's, no, absolutely. Well, if 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 the Verge, well, look at how many. So how many two, phones? Hang on, how many so, phones do we know of? So Marquez so Brownlee, Casey Nistart. Oh, uh, do we know of no, five? So no. well, so of, of, let's just say let's estimate that they sent thirty to influencers and I'm going to say journalists. 50, fifty when you take into account analysts and all that right. kind of thing. So let's call it fifty, right? Yep. So how many two do we are know broken. of? Broken. Two are broken. Okay, so two are broken, and how and, many and are at least in trouble? Three, at least three have screened that that screen. So that's ten percent of them have uh, have gone, uh, and yeah. that that's that's recall percentage. Yeah. So is this? Are we facing another Note Seven disaster here? Maybe not to the scale of the, the Note. Good, the good news for Samsung is no one's getting injured with this. True, but except for your hip pocket, except for your reputation, and it's two grand. And you'd be annoyed. In America, it's two grand. It'd be three thousand here. Oh, I think the good thing about Australian customers is that we've got a bit of time, so they've got time to go. Okay, what needs to be done? Well, mate, it's the screen. Like I don't care yeah. how many warnings, mate. You put a yellow flyer in a drone box that says "Don't fly yeah. here." People still fly there. Yeah. You, you could you could literally sit everyone that buys one down and say, "Just so you know, don't touch that little." Don't peel it off. But mate, hang on a minute, shouldn't it be built in such a way that's that what that I'm saying? That temptation isn't even there. So how do they avoid that? They have to remanufacture. I mean, this is a disaster this from the screen a, perspective it, it is, because absolutely. the screen is the fundamental technology here. The screen, yeah. as you said, it's not glass; it's multiple layers of plastic that both you know show the pixels, illuminate the pixels, create the 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 touch. There's all these different layers, and if they are in any way exposed. And if that, the one at the verge, let's say that the, the, the foreign matter got in through the hinge, well, I mean, well, look what's happened that's to the verge. drama. The verge's screen has this big white line yeah. down the crack and, and then a line going across the right-hand side of the screen, the lower third of yeah. the screen. So is that, as a result, is that that's because a there's, a foreign, that foreign object. there's a little foreign object at the bottom of the crease yeah. there? Is that right? Yeah. Jeez. You know what, mate? Incredible. <laughs> oh, I just, wow. Wow, that, that, that's... And you'd think this that, is not going to go away. Well, uh, uh, absolutely not. And these are only the ones we've heard about. Like yeah. there may be more that we hear about. So, from our estimations, though, fifty. So that you say we say it was fifty. Could have been less. Right? Could have been more. So ten percent of them, roughly, yep. have they've come back and said, right. "Look at this." See the Verge photo. We're looking. I mean, go to these websites, folks. They're 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 excellent websites, nonetheless. But you can actually see there also that screen protector yeah. style approach. Oh, you know, so that that's extra the screen bit of plastic this is here. There, it's that's got there. this. If if you had a lip, so is that is that above the screen? Is that it's, is that actually flush with the it's, screen? It's it's on the screen. Yeah, it's but just see, I mean, no, it is just like a screen protector. Just, just see where on my mouse is pointing. No, there. that's no, see that's that not line? a gap. It's not a gap. Okay. It's stuck on, but there's a, there's a gap. There's a one millimeter. You know when you get a Belkin Invisishield put on your iPhone yeah. and you can feel it on the home button or you can feel it yes. on the edges. That's what it is. So it's like a little edge. It's an edge. You can feel it on the hinge. Not only see it, you can see the corners but, but as well. In the, was it the woman's? I forget her name. Joanna right, Stern. The, the top, the top, top left corner. hand corner. It's coming off on so its own. The edges. Oh no, oh dear. Mate, so, it's, it, so just to just to explain again, the the screen and the hinge, for that matter, the hinge and the screen are. The critical parts of this making it a foldable phone. Yes, and and it, to fold it, you, the screen has to be flexible. 
There's layers of plastic. And so the layer, the top layer has come loose. Yeah. And you've got this other issue where they're, they're clearly foreign well, matter got in. You know what? I, I, we, I guess we can't. We can't assume that they're 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 not related, but it doesn't feel to me like the two actual broken phones are related to the screen protector issue. Because Marquez pulled his off, Mark Gurman pulled the screen like they stuffed it up by pulling that off. Yeah. But that's not their fault because it it was unclear that it, you shouldn't. Yeah, but, um, but 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 for them to pull it off, it's come loose at the edge though. For them, oh, for them no, to no, notice to, it, to, but to be clear, like in Samsung's defence, Marquez doesn't at all say that it, it 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 came off or looked like it was coming off. He just said it looked like a screen protector, and I started to take it off, uh, like and and then realised he shouldn't. But the but the what was that woman's Joanna name? Joanna Stern. Hers hers came hers, loose. Hers looks like it's it's coming. You know, and, and she and, thought, oh, do I take it off? And we or not? all know what it's like when you have got those screen protectors, and they get they get loose, they get dust under them, and then it, it's 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 never going Take back them straight on. off. Yeah, like exactly it's, right. it's never going back off. Even the Oppo phones, I don't know whether it's just me, my OCD, but I just I take them. No, off take as it off well. same here. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it on there. Mate, I I love Belkin screen protectors, and I make sure my wife has one. Yeah, she can smash a quite, phone. They're quite thick. Yeah, but I, I can't. I don't. I don't need them because wow. I don't smash phones. Wow. So, mate, what where do they go from here? What do they do? What? What? So they? You reckon? You reckon they're not going to release it next week as planned in I the US? I don't believe they will. No. So that thereby that would then probably the knock-on effect would be perhaps our sales yep. will be delayed as well. Correct. Yep. So oh, we're I, not going to see it till probably our second half of the year now. You think? So let's just assume there's a manufacturing change required. That means a you got to scrap the ones that have been made. Uh, if it was going to come in May. I mean, one to two months, easy. So yeah, it's a, it's a it's a next financial year but, but thing. Wouldn't they have been testing this for for months? This is this is what's I did guess this not. Did this not happen to you them? You can't imagine how frustrating this would be for Samsung, obviously, because yeah. you know DJ Co's been using it. One assumes for some time. Yeah, um, surely they've had at least twenty executives. So the number, you, it doesn't doesn't work for me in my mental state to say that you would deliver. 50 units, if that's our random number, to actual people and not have 150 in use in the business. Do you know okay. what I mean? Can we, can we have a look at the statement? Can yep. I read the statement, yep. which is on EFTM? It'll be on Tech Guide. A limited number of early Galaxy Fold samples were provided to media for review. We have received a few reports regarding the main display on the samples provided. We will thoroughly inspect these units in person to determine the cause of the matter. Separately, a few reviewers reported having removed the top layer of the display, causing damage to the screen. The main display on the Galaxy Fold features a top protective layer, which is part of the display structure designed to protect the screen from unintended scratches. Removing the protective layer or adding adhesives to the main display may cause damage. We will ensure this information is clearly delivered to our customers. So they make it very clear it's two issues, which is good, yeah, because it is two issues, but you know, an education process around the display, good luck with that. That's fine. It's an interesting one. I don't know how you really manage it. But the limited number of issues reported is still too big. Even if So let's let's ignore the screen protector ones because they've addressed that separately. Yeah. Two, we have two broken displays out of 50. It's still too many. Yeah, the, well, what's alarming is that there's two broken displays and the screen protector issue is another issue. Yes. <laughs> there's two issues yeah, that's, as well. So it's... This I agree with you. This is disastrous, and especially, and and you you were in Barcelona. We were both in Barcelona. Yeah. Ah, four thanks. days after Bar- yes. we arrive in in Barcelona. Four days after the Galaxy Fold is unveiled, Huawei come up with the Mate X, which was the talk of the show, and and people are saying this kills the Fold, the Galaxy the, Fold, and that we all got to well, not all, but we we got yeah. to we got to we, touch, you, feel, you, and play. So That's right. We both did. Yeah. What, what I'm saying is there was there's a, there already a huge leap forward. Now we didn't get to review it and play with it, no. but I got to tell you, it didn't. It didn't feel to me or look to me like it was at all in da- in doubt. Um, not physical technology all. wise, yeah. it looked like it needed software technology. Yeah. was all it needed. Yeah. Whereas, uh, yeah, this this clearly has issues. I mean, uh, mate, if you if you had three grand, if you were the kind of person that's flippantly spending three grand on phones, I don't know that I'd be willing to spend that right now on that phone. Well, and and we should point out that the the fold as it's it folds like a book, okay? Yep. So that the screen folds in half, yep, into itself, whereas the the Mate X folds outward. Yes. So the the outside of the phone is the screen, whereas the fold the inside of the phone is the big screen. Yep. So th- that that's a difference as well. And look, a couple of observations quickly from some of the hands-on videos that we've seen thus far because we haven't seen it yet, but Yeah. 
There's it magnets does, in it too. It does magnets. have that magnetic click. It does. Yeah. As Casey calls it uh, quite satisfying. Yes. Um, he never had any problems with his, did didn't, he? He hasn't reported any problems with his. It does very clearly look like two Samsung phones sitting together to me. <laughs> There's very clearly a wedge. There's a gap in the middle. Yes. Like the, where, yeah, where, like so the screen doesn't actually legs. fold. Like when you, you know, make a paper the, airplane. The hinge, yeah. You know when you make a paper airplane, you use your fingernail to slide it along the bottom to make sure yep. that fold is crisp. Yeah. Like a razor, instead of just folding it with your finger and going, yeah, that'll be okay. Yeah. This is this is like finger that'll be okay. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a little angle gap. there, yeah. and it looks like a couple of mil. Well, I quite enjoyed Casey's uh, Casey's uh, video where he was on the beach and then he just put in some people, random people. Yeah. And go, well, that was on. Wow, they were geeking out, thinking, how good's this? Yeah. yeah. But uh, <laughs> the other the other influences are uh, not not such a good experience. So. Oh, we're going to have to wait and see. It is uh, we're recording this on the Thursday night before the Easter weekend. Hopefully, you listen mostly over the Easter weekend. If you're listening next week, keep your eyes on EFTM and Tech Guide for the latest on this story. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. And we'll we'll catch up at the end of next week to talk more about where it's gotten to. Um, but I feel like I genuinely feel for the people at Samsung because this is. Yeah. I mean, this Last is not what they, they need, need right, right now. now. Exactly right. Yeah, now we we in, saw in, uh, and not not because of the note. I'm not at no. all. It's nothing. I'm saying because. They are under pressure. I believe Huawei is putting genuine pressure on them with the P30 and with the Mate X coming and with their advertising spend. And I think they are under pressure. And with an iPhone coming out later this year as well. Mm. So you're right. The blowtorch is on them. And like the Note 7, I've got to say, that it's years ago now, but they really handled that really well. 100%. And came out like 12 months later, they were back. 100%. So, look, Samsung, uh, hopefully this is only... A minor issue for them that they, they, there is no other problem with the fold because I'm, I'm looking forward to getting my hands on it as yeah, soon totally. as I can. I, By the way, really Apple's can. share price up today. <laughs> yeah, I'm not joking. On the back of that, you reckon? <clears throat> Could be. Yeah, wow. Well, how's it? Oh, no, Huawei's not a listed company, is it? Oh, Huawei's Samsung. a private company. What about Samsung? Yeah. Well, is it's Samsung's on the stock market? I'm not sure. Samsung stock price. Down. I, I know Huawei's. Yeah, Huawei down. are not on the stock market. You know, why Huawei's still a private private company. company. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, interesting times. Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, let's do a massive gear change here from phones, <laughs> folding, folding phones, to hopefully TVs that won't fold either. So, uh, high sense. They don't even bloody curve anymore. No, that's right. Yeah. Well, they, does Samsung have any more curved? No, I don't think Apart so. from their monitors, do they no. have any curved TVs I think TVs everyone anymore? just, just realised they're good for monitors. They're brushed. The, I've still got a curved TV at home. you got a curved TV? No. Never had one. I have no desire to see one. Yeah, I've got a curved one upstairs. It's pretty nice. Oh, well done to you. Anyway. But anyway, we're not talking about about Samsung. We're talking about Hisense. Hisense have just released their pricing and availability for their 2019 range of ULED. It's not OLED, although they do have an OLED model. The ULED TVs, which is their proprietary technology, they've got a lot yep. of they've got a lot of patented technology behind this. But and let's I be clear, saw these at, at CES. I yeah, look great. absolutely. The the ULED technology um, at the highest level, Series Eight and Nine, have quantum yep. dot. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's similar technology to it, Samsung. It's QLED and, and LG in many senses, but yeah. it's not called that technology. But essentially, it's quantum dot technology, right? It's you know, th- this is this is high end stuff. They have. Um, still got the same robust range that goes up to the Series 9. Um, I still think, looking at these prices, and by the way, no Series 9 prices. Yeah. You know um, why? Because they're going to be they're going to be a bit high. Yeah. Yeah, higher than... Well, yeah, well the 75-inch the uh, R8 is yeah. four grand. Well, let me put That's it to you this bad. way. I think Hisense this year realised that while they have gone very premium over the last year and a half, the Series yeah. 9 has been their focus, I think they know and realise from this announcement I'm reading this, that the Series 7 is where it's at. No, the Series 7 and, is and the, the sweet spot. Yeah. It's it's a great price great, for the very features. Very competitive prices, absolutely. And that's where I would put my focus yep. with the ability to upsell people to the Series 8 and 9 or give them whatever they want because they have the range that goes down into their, their R range of different things. So, yeah. Look, so their, their bread and butter is the Series 7. I think that's their yeah. sweet spot. I think if they sold uh, a lot of Series 7s, they'd profit and they would get market share. Yeah. If they aim too high with the Series 9, they don't get as much market share and therefore they don't make as much money. So I think they aim in the in the high range at, yep. at the 7 and see whatever else comes. The one, one thing I've noticed about Hisense is there are a lot of people that are backing the brand now. Do you remember, like, I remember like two, three years ago when Hisense, they're thinking Hisense, you know, they 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 needed people like you and me to say, you know, what, Hisense and, are the real deal, they're worth it, like, not, go for we're it. Not, we're not taking direct credit here, folks, no. I know it sounds like it, but yeah. that... 
they played a very smart game because they they believed in their product. And here's the thing, folks. We don't bang on about products. It's like Huawei. You know, yeah. we are on the Huawei train for yeah. no other reason that the products are great. Fantastic. And well, so when look I first... Look what we're still both mate, using. We're still yeah, both yeah, using still the When I first used a Huawei TV, I remember giving it TV of the year because it was stupidly good value. And they still are. And I think that has had cut through, not just with us, but with everyone in this market who reviews TVs. And yes, in every case, and I'll talk later about the Kogan TV, in every case there's better and worse TVs, yeah. but there's there's something for every budget. And yeah. I had a bloke the other day say, in response to my Kogan, oh, I'll never buy a Kogan for this reason or whatever. Yeah. I'd be happy with a Hisense. And I went, mate, oh, 100%, go for it. That, Absolutely. That would be my recommendation. Yeah. And I think when people call us both on the radio and, we, and they say, what should I get? I say... What's your price? What's yeah. your what's your budget? What's your budget? What yeah. do you need? And if someone says, "I've," you know, isn't it awesome when people ring up and they go, "I've got a ten thousand dollar budget," or "I've got a five thousand dollar budget." Like people actually say, "I've got a yeah. I've got a five thousand dollar budget," and I go, "Oh my god, can I come shopping with you?" <laughs> most people have got a fifteen hundred or a two thousand yeah. dollar budget, and that's where you get your value out of the high sense range. So Absolutely, but but the but, series, so the series seven. Yep. Um, uh, where's my series seven numbers? Jeez, I've lost them. The series seven start at fourteen ninety nine and go up yep. to. Three, three four, four nine nine, nine for the, the seventy five inch, and then I think that <sighs> tell I me that's not a sweet spot. That that's amazing because there's a lot of customers. I know a lot of a lot of people, and and what TV do I buy is one of the most often yep. asked questions for you and me. Yep. And but the second half of that question is, I want to get a bigger TV. I want to get a big TV. That's right. So a lot of people want to go seventy five plus. That's right. So this is absolutely like for three thousand four hundred ninety nine dollars. If well, you compare that, let, let's talk well, no, let's Samsung. Do that. And we, so we remember we did this with the LGs a while ago. Yes. Let's have a look at what's on sale now. If you walked into JB's yep. and wanted a 75-inch TV, yep, there's a Sonic. Okay, I'm just going to... Yeah, good. And I'll walk right away from that yep. because I don't think if you're buying a 75-inch TV, you're really in the market for a $1,000 Sonic, okay? Hisense, their last year, or well, it might be the year before, PN... No, it's 18, yeah. No, no, but the P7. Ah, yeah, the, the P7, P. P. Uh, they, what was last year? N? Did they have a Q? No. <laughs> Do you know anyway, the alphabet? So that's two grand for for that's last for year's 70, model. For, for a 75 inch? Yes. Wow. Um, there's an LG for two grand. There's a Sony for two grand. These are all last year's models, no okay. doubt. LG, two and a half grand. So let's talk Samsung Series 7, 2700. Hisense P8, 2700. So at thirty four hundred, it's actually it's actually in the top for the end latest here. for a twenty nineteen TV. Yeah, you, you get a last year's Q ninety F Samsung uh, Sony. It's uh, uh, for three and a half. So oh, and these are all seventy five. These are all seventy five wow. inches. We should note too the series seven. Price point, so isn't it? 50, 55, 65, and seventy five. Mm. So By the way, these are recommended retail. These will be yeah. $400 cheaper from day one. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking mid-May as well, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Mid-May. Late May is where the Series G comes out. Yep. And that's 65, 55, and 50. But there, there's even a 6 Series. So 6 it goes all the yep. way up to 85. Yep. And there's a 75 that's 3,000 in that Series. I think you'll find it says 85 plus. Yeah? See, so it says to 85 plus. Yeah. So they may do something slightly bigger 80, than 85, 88, 88, 88 or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the R8, 70, 65 and 75. No mucking around there, just no. two sizes. Yep. So 2,000, let's call it 3,000 for the 65, 4,000 for the 75. Mm. That's solid. That's, that's, that's pretty good. It, so look, what do you reckon the nine will be then? See, that's I reckon, the problem, I reckon right? it's going to be like about six, six and a half. Se- it has to be. Like, yeah. Just on that Maybe pricing? even seven. Nah, that, six, triple they'd be nine. crazy. I think they'd be crazy to go seven, but you know maybe they. Would. But again, these are RRP. Yeah. And when they get into store, just given the the, see when you go right now, and and let's be clear, we talked about this before. Now's the time to buy a TV. Absolutely, yeah. I, I'm getting rid of 18, 2018 stock. Go and get a twenty eighteen TV, folks, yeah. because they're on sale. Good. And and Sony, Samsung, LG, they don't mind you buying a twenty eighteen TV because they need them gone. They've got to clear. Them. They need them out of those retailers. And what yeah. happens is the retailers say. Well, mate, well, you've got your new TVs coming in next month. We've still got 200,000 of these or 50, 50 of those or whatever. You know, do us We've a solid here. Yeah. And they go, rightio, knock 1,000 bucks off. We'll, we'll do that. And they, yeah. can, they have to negotiate yeah. with, the, with the vendor. Yeah, JB doesn't – I don't want to break no. it to you. JB's <laughs> and Harvey's don't take the hit. No okay. way. The big no. companies do. Absolutely. You know, yeah, they, yeah. they get absolutely burnt by this and, essentially. And even, let's be re- even more real, when you go to a retailer – they know they've, if they've got a if they've got a massive margin on a TV. If LG say, "Oh look, knock knock a thousand off, and your margin still whatever," mm. they're going to push customers to that TV. Spot on. So if for, for if you're getting pressured towards a brand, you know why? Because they're yeah. making more money. So having a look at those on sale numbers now is smart. 
Um, Absolutely. Can yeah. I can I tell you it's a comp- there's a compelling reason to buy a 2019 TV? No, I can't. Honestly, yeah. Oh, see, Stephen Fennick and I, Stephen yeah. Fennick and I are completely and utterly different when it comes to TVs because yeah. Stephen can watch a television and go wrong, wrong, right, right, wrong, wrong. Yeah. I look at a TV and we'll talk later about this, Kogan. I'll be interested yeah. in your view. I'm fussy. You're fussy, but you also no, but see I notice things. stuff. Yeah, I notice stuff. I notice yeah. things, but I can also go. <laughs> Thousand bucks, I'm happy. I don't yeah. care, right? So you, it's like it's like me and my wife will sit in the in front of the TV or in, my, in the theater, and I think, oh, I'd see this, and and, and she's she, like, she'll mate, go, can you just she'll shut up? Go, yeah, okay. <laughs> like she yeah. doesn't know anything. Like, yeah, so yeah, that'd be like you in the theater you, with me. So uh, what I'm saying <laughs> is, if we walked into JB Hi-Fi, yeah, you'd you'd wait for we a 2019. We should do that. You'd wait for a 2019. I'd happily take a yeah. 2018. Yeah, I know, but I think you know the average customer, and let's like. A year-old TV, the 28 TVs, 2018 TVs are still pretty good. Oh, yeah. And we're only talking, like, the only improvement here is maybe the, you might have Google Assistant or you might have iTunes on a Samsung yeah. TV or you might have AirPlay. You know, so Hisense has a, a, a completely updated user interface, which is yeah. definitely better. With AI but, on board. But their, their VDU interface is excellent last yeah, year. It is, yeah. So, yes, this year's will be better, but trust me, yeah. last year's is excellent. Absolutely. But, like, you, so you'd miss out still on things like... got the remote like, app. You won't get Alexa. You won't get Alexa. You won't get the AI involved. And, and, if you and you put, won't get Dolby Atmos either. And, yes, Atmos if you put new. them side by side, yeah. you will notice a colour difference, a viewing angle difference. All the, Those are the things Maybe. that incrementally improve. Yeah. It's like Samsung. If you take a 2019 and 2018 Samsung, sit them side by side, uh, you, everyone will notice the difference. Every like every, Not everyone needs to be Stephen Fennick to notice the difference yeah, when understand. they're side by side. Yeah. But as I always say to people who ring about TVs, I say, listen... How many TVs How you to put a, yeah. You can put them beside There's each just other. One. Oh, and okay. you've, you've got a neighbour who's got a who's got an OLED, do you? Mate, is he going to bring it around? Because otherwise, yeah. by the time you've walked to next door, you've forgotten what was different. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I, just go with your budget. No, totally. No, I and agree. And yeah. never look over your shoulder because it will definitely be cheaper tomorrow. Yeah. Sorry, it just happens. Yeah. Right? Uh, well, Prices uh, change. Shout out to my, my brother-in-law, Anthony. He was texting me the, over the last couple of days. He, he said, look, what do you think? He spotted the Hisense, yep. like last year's model, yep. 65 inch for, I think, 1800 bucks. Yep. And he said, what do you think of this TV? Mm. And I said, look, you know, there's a Samsung, exactly the same size, exactly the same price. Mm. And he said, no, nah, mate, he goes, I looked at the features and I, I went went Hisense. I liked it, the, well, I liked Anthony, it better. Um, Mate, just remember, you can contact me if you want to verify that <laughs> advice in the future. We're talking TVs, mate. He's coming to the right place. <laughs> He's coming to the right place. Okay, you talk TVs if you want to talk value. Okay. okay. Now, no, I, I offered him the value too. I, I sort of did a bit of research myself, and I said, look, just letting you know, there's a Samsung, as I said, same price. But no, he, he went, and he, well, that's the one thing that I encourage. He stood in front of it. Yeah. He like because like every you know how like you said yeah. before you look at stuff and I look at stuff it's a very subjective thing mm. like audio yeah like what I think's great you think's rubbish like, yeah. it, that's how it works so the other thing that I genuinely encourage people to do when you're in a store you're about to part with thousands of dollars yeah. even a thousand dollars ask if you can find one of the bloody little nerdy ear, <laughs> ear, ear piercing you know nose piercing <laughs> people at JB Hi-Fi what about um, Harvey Norman and all that there, oh good luck finding anyone there yeah um, okay ask for the remote control. Yeah. And press the menu button. Press the home button. Yeah. Have a look at what it looks like. Because I think the num- I think this is why Hisense's VDU um, interface is a selling point today. Two years ago, their interface was rubbish yeah. compared to it was what Samsung and LG were doing. Yeah, true. So if you if you see that home button on an LG, it's beautiful. The the bottom interface and the mouse is amazing. Yeah, the great. magic mouse. Yep. A Samsung remote. Like we've been using different TVs at home. My wife's like, can we just get the thing back? So I've got my. <laughs> you know, it's it's a. Be- she yeah. likes the Samsung she interface to get better. Used to it, yeah, totally. Um, well, you got to remember, like as you're saying. This is a you're going to invest a lot of money, but it's also it's kind of like a bit of a marriage. You're going to have this for a few years. Oh yeah. So be happy with it. Yeah. If you, it's not like the Nintendo Wii's popular anymore. You're not going to be smashing the TV anytime soon. <laughs> totally right. No. So no, that's that's a very important point. And also look at so because a lot of people like they love to watch Netflix and they might have Prime and they like YouTube. Yeah. Look at the remote because on the in the high sense instance they've got a, a shortcut to Netflix. Yep. Shortcut to YouTube. Yes. So if, if these are important to you. Well, that there was are the, other things that to was consider. the number one reason my wife was quite happy to help me lift down the LG OLED that we've been testing because I was only testing it as an OLED, trying yep. to look at 4K in OLED. Yep. It was not an Australian version; didn't have any apps. I couldn't use Netflix or Stand. Yeah. My wife was smartly, and she was getting used to using Chromecast. But she's mm. like, "Can I just get back to my app?" She wants the apps installed <laughs> yeah. there and used. And once you've seen them and used them, it's very good. Completely, completely. Well, right. high sense. Yeah, they're going to be out uh, May and uh, late May. 
full price list at uh, techguide.com.au and eftm.com. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech is proudly supported by Uniden. And you know what? It's a great time of year to be talking dash cams. There'd be plenty of you probably hitting the road or driving a lot over the Easter break, or school, the school holidays as well. So investing in a dash cam is a really smart thing to do. And Uniden has a, a full range of their dash cams, including the iGo Cam 80. This is one of the first dash cams that included 4K resolution. So this is a device that is keeping a constant eye on the road. It is your eyes and ears on the road. So in the event of any incident, you've got video footage and you've also got mapping details, all the information you need to present to insurance companies, to the police, to get your side of the story across. So the iGo Cam 80 has 4K video resolution. It's also got a large speedo display as well, so you can tell what the what the speed limit is. There's also speed and red light camera warnings as well. The screen on the back it's 2.4 inches which is a generous size the camera's got an ultra wide angle view of 150 degrees and being 4k resolution picks up a lot of detail it's also got gps on board of course so you get your geo tagging for any incidents and you can also output your video through hdmi or you can just pop out the memory card and view it on your computer. But there is a special uh, an application that runs on your computer so you can look at your footage as well. It's definitely worth investing in a dash cam, whether you're driving over the school holidays or not, really is important for you in the event of that incident that you have your side of the story. As I said, it's your eyes and ears on the road. The iGo Cam 80, you can check it out at uniden.com.au. While we're talking Uniden, Stephen, smile for the camera, mate. I've installed Uniden wired... Hey. Surveillance cameras, they're Guardian systems. Fantastic. Like, if you're a business, unbelievable I could system. set it up on your telly over yeah, there, too. Yeah, you've got, got this monitoring wow. screen. They're very, very cool. You're not wired. very paranoid, are you, mate? No, not, and that's only half the cameras, too. Wait till it goes up on the wall eight. with eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah, cool. Yeah, no, we're going hard. Very here. nice. I'm very nervous. Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Look... A couple of quick ones from me regarding voice assistants. And the way I've described this to people this week is if you think that voice assistants are going uh, are going away, as in they're not a real thing, let me give you two examples. The first one is Domino's. They've now hooked up with Google Home. So if you use the Domino's app, and I speak from great experience here, I've used the Domino's app, <laughs> uh, and you've made an order and you save it as a favourite. So you've got to log yeah. in, you've got to be a member and all yeah. that kind of stuff, and you save it as a favourite. I have experience with Domino's. You can now say... You can summon with the word "Hey" followed by the word "Google." Say it, nah, mate. I'm, I don't want to upset people. Well, we, if we say this, they might get a pizza out of it. Yeah, but they might have to pay for it. Oh well, that's that's the price of doing Hey business. Google, order me a pizza. No, you actually need you actually need to say, "Hey Google, tell Domino's to order me a pizza," well, or something like that. But basically, okay. what it does is because you know this is the weird thing about. I still think this is the weird thing about the voice assistants, especially Google. Is you've got to say to Google to talk to an. You've got to say it like to use Fetch. Google, tell Fetch to do this. It's kind of not yeah. intuitive enough. It's like you're having a fight with someone. Hey, go, hey, hey yeah. mate, tell yeah. Trevor I'm not talking yeah. to him. Well, hey, yeah. no, you, hey, you tell, hey, hey, you know what? Bowen, tell Steve I'm not talking to him I either. Want, I want Google to say, hey, why don't you tell him yourself? Okay? <laughs> that might be the next one. Anyway, this is the, the they've ultimate. They've got Google Home Smart Ass Edition. Yeah. Say, yeah. Do it yourself, idiot. <laughs> Get off your ass. <laughs> hey, it's, this, it's 500 metres away, you lazy this bastard. Is, this is your fifth pizza walk there, fatso. <laughs> Last thing you should be eating. Yeah. <laughs> so you can order a pizza without even, lift. as I said, lifting a <laughs> finger because you don't even need to get your app out, right? Wow. So if you're, so if you're lazy already this is great oh, my, only, my only concern and Domino's are kings of innovation my only concern is they need to have a situation where you know all these smart locks that people have got on their homes so ah. like it should be that the, the, <laughs> the, the, the driver should be able to give an, given limited time access to the front door so they can bring the pizza to you on the lounge so, so you, you literally <laughs> don't need to get up <laughs> you with yeah, me yeah that'll go down well because the other this one, in my house oh, it's the Google the other one. delivery driver yeah I know I could no literally way. sit here say hey Google give me, give, tell Domino's to get me pizza and then because he's got timed access to the door, brings it in and just hands me the pizza. How yeah. good would that be? So would that be what would that be called? The valet service? What would that be called? I'm telling you, that's genius. Valet. That's so not then, April Fool's. So that's in, the, in, in the Domino's app, you'd you'd put in, and yep. this is my pin code. Yes. So it's only no, it available it's to the so, driver. It's so smart. It just when he approaches the door, it the knows key, the keys under the mat. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So the other one this week that I saw was Luxaflex. Did you see this? Yeah, the blinds. Yeah, blinds. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, now now uh, you know what do you call them? Motorized blinds are not new. You can get yep. a remote and you can uh, up and down all that. Kind of stuff. But Coming now soon to the Tech Guide Theatre. Luxaflex, you can now say, "Hey Siri, pull the blinds down." But the the difference here is this is actually useful because it's not just lazy to put the blinds up and down, yep. but it's about scenes. So yep. hey Google, it's movie time. And the blind, if, oh. it's, if it's daytime, oh, Google's coming off now. If it's daytime, put the blinds down, turn the lights on, do these yeah. things. That's what it's about. Well, really. so it's can, about the automation of the You can home. set it for a certain time as well. So yeah. at, you can say, right, at 5 p.m. every day, the blinds come down. Yeah. Or at, at 7 a.m. every day, the blinds go up. Yeah. So it's not, it's or convenience say, rather than being lazy. It's hey, convenience. Google, play some Barry White and uh, <laughs> blinds go down, do, lights do, do, go do. dim. and. Yeah. Uh, I told you about the romance mode in the Tesla, didn't I, mate? Did I tell you about the romance mate, mode? Mate, I don't want to know what you get up to in your <laughs> Tesla. <laughs> you know, romance so, mode. Is that the fire? Yeah, there's a, the, the whole centre screen yeah. turns into this crackling fireplace. I don't think and then Barry, Barry White comes up and the seats heat up. Yeah, I don't, personally, <laughs> with lithium battery under the seat, I wouldn't be putting fire on the screen. No? Okay. <laughs> anyway, if you're super lazy, yeah. order a pizza with Google. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Well, we were shocked to wake up uh, the other day to see the Notre Dame Cathedral mm. ablaze. Like, nice. I, I've just got back from Paris, so I was I was doubly shocked to say oh, I was in front of this thing a week ago, and now it's 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 on fire. So and it's it's like it's an eight hundred fifty year old cathedral, and took a couple hundred years to build, and to see this thing burning before our eyes, and the spire. Did you? Yeah. See, they captured the spire yeah. collapsing and. Uh, I thought to myself because it was wow. under under restoration at the time because it had scaffolding all there around. There was, it, didn't yeah. It? I, I, my photos of that actually that's from the back of the church had all that scaffolding, and they they're saying that it was a result of the renovation, the yeah. restoration An going insurance on. Insurance job, you think so? Yeah. Well, anyway, what's happened is that the the, the blaze actually caused caused quite a bit of damage. The, the wooden roof is gone. Yep. The stone, the, the the vault on top of the church, some of it's collapsed as well. It, and, and on the positive side, though, some of the vision from inside, it is actually remarkably yeah. intact inside. Like even the the lot of the stained glass windows are there. But the technology side of this, in terms of the next steps, yeah. is unbelievable. The only thing I'd say, just quickly, on the restoration is, don't get like, if you're looking for contractors, the people doing the, <laughs> what's it called? The last Sagrida Familia. Yeah, they've been out, they're Mate, out at 100 years. Listen, <laughs> a bit slow. Listen. <laughs> they're on a go slow. No, don't, don't get yeah. them. Okay, they're, they're fully unionised. Oh, and, totally. Mate, and they have a siesta happening. every day. Mate, it's just, mate, they're not your go-tos, all right? <laughs> totally right. Probably well, you want to find the balance between a Chinese construction company that does those yeah, multi-story buildings in a, week. in a day yeah. and, and the last Sagrida Familia. Absolutely anyway, right. Sorry. Well, but the good, the, the good news, though, is if there is a silver lining to this story, it's the fact that recently, there was two very hyper-accurate scans done of the interior and Mm. exterior of of the church of Notre Dame. And the first one was just an art historian who was granted access with these high-tech laser scanners, which not only looked at the shape and colour of everything inside and outside, but also delved at the construction methods used and how things joined together in the church. So super detailed, like billions of points of data that exist now. Yep. That is in the bank, so they can refer to that. Hundred yep. percent. But the other, the other source is uh, kind of an unlikely source. It's a games publisher, Ubisoft Montreal, yeah. for their game Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed Unity. Oh, of course, Notre Dame. They they spent two years doing a three D virtualization of the church, and in fact, in the game. You can actually climb the church because, you know, you're you a can secret assassin. You can climb the spire. Yep. So they've got these really detailed, this virtualization as well. And they've even kicked in money to the restoration. Ubisoft yeah, good as well are kicking in money, as has some other French billionaires as well. So good news that those exist. But what I'm, what I'm thinking is that I think other landmarks around the world, whatever countries mm. that, I think they should maybe take a, take a, maybe a, a put, put, Take a step to say, well, you know what? This is like an insurance policy. We should do the same. Yes. Have these scans done yeah. of the Opera House, of yeah. of the of St Mary's Cathedral, of yeah. all these places. Just put them in the bank. Just get it done and have it there, yeah. just in case. You just never know. I think be a bit proactive about it. I think it's remarkable. The other part of this story I wanted to talk about was the social media part, and obviously, fire pictures of the fire, um, the comparisons. All the, I mean, the the picture that resonates with me most is that picture of the. The cathedral in the foreground, the smoke, the the spire basically falling, and the Eiffel Tower in the background. It's a remarkable yeah. photo. But I stumbled across a tweet, and I want to, I want to read you part of this thread because it is remarkable. 
Um, the bloke in question has, in Morse code, his bloody bio. So I can't tell you what he does because he's written his bloody bio in Morse code, literally. I mean, it's just stupid. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he's obviously a smart bloke. But he says, the fire, de- and this is just fascinating, nothing to do with tech, just a Twitter story, right? Mm-hmm. The fire department in Paris followed a protocol. Save the people, save the art, save the altar, save what furniture you can, then focus on the structure in that order because they know what can yep. and can't be rebuilt. Yep. The protocol has been in place since the cathedral was last destroyed um, uh, during the French French Revolution. So he goes into great detail to the point where he says there are the steeple and beams supporting it are 160 years old and oaks for new beams await at the Versailles, there's a Versailles, Versailles, Versailles the grown replacements for oaks cut to rebuild after the revolution. He's, there's a photo of the actual oak trees that yeah, have wow. been grown for this purpose. Yeah. Can you believe yeah. that but you, but, such a thing? It's like the, so you know, the, the protocols that exist when the queen dies and all these things. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's remarkable to me that there well, is a protocol yeah, yeah, wow. for this very thing. There is a there is a priest in the fire department that his job was just to wait for this to happen essentially. And then so yeah, he got and go the call listen, say, boys. Right. Hold off on that. Get in yeah. there and do and get the crown of thorns. Get the crown of thorns. Get the tunic. Get out of here with yep. that. Unbelievable. And then work out the rest. Unbelievable. Uncredible. I, I shared some photos that the the photos on the left. I shared these on Facebook. So the photos on the left are my photographs, mm. and then the photos on the right, unfortunately, are the, the the church on fire. And there's one, and you can see the scaffolding at the rear, yeah. Yeah. and the steeple still there. And then from the rear again is the one on fire. So yeah. I've sort of matched up some images. And like I said, I, I was I was lucky enough to be there recently and admire this beautiful cathedral up close. And there are just parts of this church, like the the side, the rose glass window on the side here. So see on the the side yeah. that faces the river, that really big circular stained yeah. glass window, that that's like really big window. Took fifteen years to make that window, just yeah. that window. Yeah. Took fifteen years. So there's just so much detail. There's all the gargoyles. They saved the gargoyles. Have your kids watched Hunchback of Notre Dame? No, the Disney. Mate. I think Disney have even kicked in some money. Yeah, yeah, to to restore because they use the church yeah. in, in their in their animated film. So uh, everyone everyone seemed to feel uh, the the, the uh, they they felt the effect of this. They were really sad and disappointed that yeah. Luckily, no one was killed. And let's yep. be let's be honest, Absolutely. It's, it's, you couldn't really call it a disaster because no one died. But it is sad to see such a historic and beautiful building in smoke up in flames like that. So it's uh, there's a lot of modern technology going to be used to to bring it back and rebuild it, and we'll uh, watch that with interest over the uh, months, and I would suggest many years ahead. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech, and we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear, and we are connected here in the EFTM office via a Netgear Orbi. I went to Officeworks. I think I went. I got the the full size Orbi five ninety eight. Good product. Um, oh, look, to be honest, the the office here is not big enough to warrant uh, uh, a full. You know, mesh Wi-Fi system. Yep. But because we went upstairs and downstairs, and so many devices, I went all out. And the example of that is the modem's actually downstairs. The MBN connection is downstairs. But mate, sitting here on the lounge, 93 meg down, 38 meg up. The MBN, I'm getting full speed on my modem, uh, on my phone, and that's what the Orbi and mesh Wi-Fi system will do at your home. You can have the modem at one end of the house. You plug an Orbi into your existing modem. You don't need a new modem from your ISP. You plug it into your existing modem. You put a satellite somewhere in the home, hopefully about halfway through. You'll basically create a dome of Wi-Fi that covers your home, filling all black spots and giving you full speed Wi-Fi in every part of your home. Netgear's Orbi Wi-Fi system available at all leading retailers. You can check it out at netgear.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. All right, smartass, tell me about the Star Wars trailer. <laughs> Is that the surprise? Yeah, oh, mate, I do want to put on the run now because you're really you'd, kind. You'd get all excited, but you're I'm giving really you kind. I'm giving you two minutes. Okay. okay. Well, I stayed up till three thirty in the morning on Saturday to watch this. They had a panel at the Chicago Star Wars Celebration. They had a panel with the the cast members, and they showed the teaser trailer, and it was amazing. The, the, the little glimpses of of death various scenes, and of course, I just took them apart and. Wrote about them on, on Tech Guide and a lot of stuff that I, I learned and a lot of rumors swirling so this around is the, the internet. Ninth? This is episode nine. It's called The Rise of Skywalker. Right. Now, here's the strange thing for me is that at the very end of the trailer, you see the screen goes dark, then you hear the Emperor laughing. So, the Emperor from the original trilogy. Right. And the actor who played the Emperor, Ian McDiarmid, who I've met, by the way, and interviewed and had a, had a photo with him, he is on stage. And then he says in his emperor voice, roll it again. And then they play the trailer again. The crowd just went bananas. 
to think that this character, how the hell is this character going to be back in episode mm. nine? So Does it also say something about the saga ending. Yes. Well, this is the so end. Is this of the, the end? This is the end of the Skywalker saga. So this is episode nine. So there was episode one, two, and three, which was kind of the Darth Vader backstory. Then there's episode three, uh, four, five, and six, which is Luke Skywalker's rise and the redemption the of his father. Movies, yes, That's right. And then the these least recent trilogies, the you know, episode seven, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker, are uh, the Last of the trilogy, still Skywalker's involved. Luke was involved. Leia's involved. Kylo Ren's a half half a Skywalker, as his mother's Princess Leia. So a lot of Skywalker. Spoiler alert! Yeah, well, no, everyone knew that. But Luke's father is Darth Vader. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You're about uh, thirty nine years too late. Get on, mate. But yeah, but so saw, there's a lot of stuff going on. I saw a comedian the other day. <laughs> I highly recommend this. Have you seen? Um, Nate Bargetsy on Netflix. Yeah. Mate, oh, yeah, it. I have heard him. Yeah, yeah. Mate, watch his... Because he, he, he did a half hour. He's in the movie. If, if it's the right guy that I'm thinking of, he's in the movie Green Book. No, recently. No, no. Yeah, yeah. But he did a half hour of like their stand-up show, which was good. He's just done a special. And in it, he start, I won't tell you the actual joke, but he starts... He goes, uh, have you all seen The Sixth Sense? And he goes, now listen, it's a 20-year-old movie. He's dead. All the way through. It. <laughs> yeah. like, I just, I can't. It's a bit late. Like, if, if he he was dead the yeah, whole time. Yeah, yeah, mate. It's. Have you it, seen that movie? Uh, yeah, I remember watching it. But I, I, I couldn't I, tell you much I about it. I saw it in the cinemas when it first came out, and it was such a great experience because this guy goes to the. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I saw it in the cinema, and if anyone who's seen it will remember this, because when whenever the young kid was about to see a dead person, yeah. he'd, he'd, he'd exhale, and you know when it's cold, the steam that comes out of your yeah. mouth. And he did that, and every time he did that, everyone was going, oh, my God, something's going to happen. Yeah. And, yeah, things were popping out everywhere. But watching it in that kind of environment with everyone in the cinema, yeah, the, the, it was incredible. That's the experience, right? But I went home. I drove home, and anyone who's seen it will appreciate this. I kept expecting to see people standing in the corner of the room, <laughs> someone in the back of my car. I was absolutely, you Mate, know what? My, you got to watch Nate Bargetsy. He, 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 <laughs> so he spoiled it. He's a no, spoiler. Yeah, yeah. He's like... He's like <laughs> And like at the very start of the movie, he gets shot. Like it, it was in the yeah. movie. It, it was right yeah. there in front of us. He's because, dead because the whole joke is about how you know women ignore us. Uh, you know, we could go twenty four hours ignoring us because we had a fight or something. He goes, <laughs> I I just thought this was a story about how his wife ignored him for a year, and and we well, all that's thought, how it played. And and we all thought that was an acceptable storyline, yes. but actually he was dead. It made it's a great funny great oh, bit on, of on Netflix. Yeah, on Netflix. I'll be watching it. Highly recommended. Uh, the full Star Wars trailer is obviously going to be at uh, techguide.com.au as, yes. as well as Stephen's unpacking it. So that's out in December, yeah? December 19. Oh. Uh, um, uh, trying to work out how many sleeps, but I'll, I will I will eventually work it out. Five sleeps after my birthday. There you go. No, I don't want it for my present. Oh, so there you go. You're, gonna, you're getting it anyway. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Please. Anything but that. Anything. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Another really quick one. Uh, yep. I noticed a little uh, JB Hi-Fi advertisement. Anyone who's in the market for a, an iPhone, a 10s Max, yep. 512 gig, yep. you can save $320. So it's basically the 512 gig for the price of the 256. And I checked around. I'm thinking, yeah. I, I checked Harvey Norman. No. I checked Bing Lee. No. I checked Good Guys. No. Though No one had it but JB. I even rang Apple just out of curiosity. Yeah, right. I called Apple and said, um, I'm thinking, you know, I rang, I, I rang, I did both. I did the chat and I did the sales call. Yeah. And I said, look, I'm thinking of buying a 10S Max 512 gig. They said, oh, great. We, we, that's, that's really good to hear. You know how they, they're they really yeah, great yeah, customers. Yeah. And I said, uh, JB Hi-Fi selling it for three, $2,042, Can you price match that? <laughs> and they said, uh, uh, no, we can't. We don't price match, and uh, they're probably losing yeah, money and it's on that still deal. There. See, the, yeah. the challenge here is, folks, if you hear this and you're interested, you can't wait. Get these, these yeah. JB changes their prices by the hour. Yeah. Like, I've done this where I've reported on, like, when they had the iPhone 6 or the SE, like, stupid prices, and yeah. then the next day it wasn't there. Gone. Like, it, it um, goes back up. I wrote that mate, story, what, two days ago? Yeah, so it's still, still there. there. I've just yeah. checked, mate, for you. Yeah. It's still there. It's, mate, it's $320 and, and dollars I, off. I saw this price. I saw twenty forty nine on on Harvey Norman and on... Um, Bing Lee, mm. and I went, oh, they're all doing it. And then I looked closely. No, that was the price of the two fifty six. Yeah. And so I had, and then I checked. Oh, hang on, now they still got the full price on. Yeah. So it's only JB doing this. So yeah. if you're in the market for an iPhone, ten S Max, get in there. Get in now. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. 
So uh, about a month ago, I reviewed the Aldi Born TV, 65-inch. Uh, you know, on sale, I think it was seven nine nine for a 65-inch TV. And, mate, I sat here in, in the office. I played Division 2 on it. We played Trials Rising. It's a fun game on the PS4. I watched some Netflix it was good. Oh, yep. I, I didn't hate it. We're watching it right now. No, no, as a this, of fact. no this is the Kogan. Oh, sorry, the so Kogan. I'm talking about a couple yeah, of weeks sorry, ago. Okay, cool. And so I reviewed it, okay. and and Ruslan texted me and said, "Well, mate, that like you got a wrap on them. What about our team?" I said, "Well, mate, hello. Well, yeah, I'm happy to review yeah. one." This is a thousand and ninety nine dollars. Okay, it's a sixty five so inch, a thousand and ninety nine dollars. And the reason I'm turning it on here, if you if you're sticking with yep. us here, folks, yep. because Stephen is a knuck uh, for yep. all things uh, TV. <laughs> so the number one thing about this being a thousand ninety nine dollars is yep. it is uh, it is a smarter TV. So Kogan okay. has smart TVs. They've got the internet. You got like it's an on screen keyboard. It's a web yep. browser. It's not a very good experience. Now I have okay. to say, Stephen, I it's have running mucked, Google by the way. I, so Google, I have it's running around, Android. So Android, I have mucked around with the display settings on this. So some, I can tell, whatever. But I can tell. Um, yeah. Bottom line, it's try it's searching Android, for Jennifer Lawrence. It's asking you. It's what's an the, Android what's the TV, right? So the experience is exceptional because it's yep. Google, right? It's yep. an Android TV. So what I, oh, which is by, just giving me an error. <laughs> which is by the way, speaking of, speaking of Android, yeah. we, we should mention too that Hisense have an Android model Correct. as well, weird, uh, as weird. do Sony. It's so that's my only thing about Hisense. They go, we got Hisense ULED, uh, VDU, and then yeah. we're going to have an Android one, and we're going to have an OLED as well. Just like hedging case. their bloody bets. Well, they want they want to be able to satisfy a wide range of customers. Understand? So I'm just gonna I'm gonna mute this, and I'm gonna roll some Netflix, and I'll okay. try and bring up the info so that we can check. So that's automatically launched in 4K, right? Yep. Now, um, what I've put on is David Attenborough's Our Planet, which is a new series on, on Netflix. Yep. Mate, I mean, so I'll give you one big problem with this TV. Now we're in Netflix, I can't bring up the menu to bring up the picture settings. Ah. Like the You're the, the app, the app is kind of overloaded. So okay. I, I, don't want you to, I don't want you to directly judge it on colour because I did muck yep. around a bit with it. But, mate, it's so very what? hard to... So why did you adjust the color anyway? Did you feel oh, out of the box it needed that adjustment, oh, or you wanted it? We were just was, tinkering with I it. I was tinkering with it to see where those settings were. Right. So, I mean, this is an, uh, a weird way of doing it, but let, let me let, let me do that now. But oh, I'm just saying to you, Android TV for a start is excellent. I've got, yep. got no issues with that. Um, you can only adjust. So I can't even bring up the menu now, even though I'm on the home menu. I need to be yeah. watching some content. So I actually need to be watching, uh, let's say, for example, live TV, which I don't have. So I'm going to go to my USB drive. Yep. And this is the thing I actually wonder where. Oh, no, I can go to the, the PlayStation, which will boot yep. up. And now that I'm in PlayStation, I can bring up yep. the TV settings. But I actually don't know whether these settings actually apply. Uh, for the PlayStation. Are they for the PlayStation? Yeah, they're for the PlayStation, but I don't ah. know if they'll apply. So it launches in vivid mode. I actually think yep. it is in vivid mode. Um, okay. I, I don't think it will apply to um, the the Netflix. So yep. you see the difference. When I, but I'm I, telling I would, you... I would have it in cinema mode, and I'd tweak the hell out of it. Well, but just look at that background. I'm, so I'm showing Stephen the PlayStation, yep. right? That's, like, That's pretty good and sharp. Pretty bloody good yeah, and sharp, you got to right? remember, though, it, it's, it's like... Lots of everyone, everyone, it's like every car's got four wheels, yeah. but it's what you do with them and what you do elsewhere with it that makes the difference between so, a Hyundai and a, and a Bentley. You know what so I mean? let, me, so, let me just put it back into vivid mode and, okay. and let me go back now. And I, I reckon like, you'll be a backlight's too, too high. You can knock that down a bit. But yeah. quality-wise, watching this Netflix, yeah. mate. It's pretty good. Like for a thousand bucks. HDR too? There's yeah, HDR in this HDR, as well? Yeah, okay. yep. Um, I Not think it, I think it is epically beautiful. Yeah, we are getting. we are watching something quite dark. So the dark whales yeah, that's and the dark true. oceans. There's no real bright colours. You know, maybe uh, yeah. there's, it's. I mean, it's, it's. Have you started watching this series? No, on I Netflix? haven't. I heard my kids are watching. It. Yeah, they said it's great. It's yeah, it's not bloody bad actually. My, yeah. We I watch actually with Jackson. I watched the, the, the making yeah, of. That. Go, go um, this bit, yeah. yeah the the making of because it's um, fascinating to see how yeah. long they spend. Oh, this um, took took years. Look at the no, quality no, of no, that. No, well, okay, you can, can you can you can pause Netflix. So pause Netflix. Okay, it's, you want me to go back to the no, fluffy, no, no. I, I, I just want to animal. see. Yeah, just wanted to see the detail. The, the, the detail there is that's that's not in dispute. The, there's just the sheer number of pixels are going to give you that detail. That, that's that's no problem. It looks great. I think that, that, that is really a, nice. An ex, yeah. like that that we're looking at a that's fluffy little bird. Oh, I just think you it can see great. all the individual little hairs on yeah, its body. I think the HDR is performing well. You look at yeah. the, the darks under Underneath. the bird and in the sky. And even in the background, it's sort of you're getting the bright foreground, but also and the brightness in the background I think as well. In a in a streaming world, yeah, when you can you can buy a TV like this, 
uh, and get so, you know, standard Netflix easily installed. Yeah. What I want to show you now, and this is great podcast content, I know, but I really <laughs> want your... I, have I, you started watching Billions yet? Oh, yeah, no, I'm going to show you. Have you yeah. watched the last episode? I have. Okay, good, because I'm going to spoil it for you here. Um, I want to go into the last episode because I, this is where I felt like I had found, I guess, a, a small issue with it, right? So there's a, there's a scene, without going to massive spoiler, in the last episode where they... Um, they're sitting in a in a restaurant. They've got it all their own because Wendy. Yep, is, pizza restaurant. Pizza. Yeah, they're yeah, in a the pizza start. restaurant because Wendy, you know, can't go out because everyone knows her. She um, likes it kinky. Yep. Uh, yep. Hello, welcome. And so does. Uh, so so does Chucky. The, uh, well, it's actually Chucky boy that likes it Chuck, that way. Yeah. Um, oh well, they're ba- it takes two to tango, mate. So <laughs> the problem with Stan, you can't bring up info to see what the resolution yeah. is. So you can. Oh, this isn't. This hasn't come through in in even HD. Now, 4K. right now, I can see an issue here. Well, so I want you to look yeah. at Bobby's face. Bobby actually wants too face. warm. The, it's too red. Yeah, it's too much redness. In I, it. I feel like something comes through Bobby Axelrod's face, and I think that okay. that's. I don't think it's a problem, mate. I watched this whole episode and thought it was bloody awful. That, awesome. That looks good. I, I can, you can see though that the. I feel know, like I can see their makeup. You know, you know how the color temperature is. Uh, okay, detail fine, but the color temperature seems a bit on the warm side. It's on the red side. Yeah. It's where and, and I had actually I'm writing about this next week on Tech Guide. I had a guy calibrate my my projector at home, right? And that was fascinating watching him do that. And so why this is he was what I wanted things. to ask you: is how does a person like me? And again, I can't press menu here, so I don't yeah. know if it applies. Well, forget that now. But bottom line: thousand yeah. ninety nine dollars Smart Er TV. Yep. So that's you got to go for the Smart Er to get Android TV. Yep. But I think the experience is excellent. The only negative: um, the Android, the Google Assistant button doesn't do bugger all because you've got to pair the remote first, and I, it didn't, hasn't tell me how okay, to do that. Yeah, right. They're apparently going to fix that. Yeah. Um, the the color temperature thing, right? Mm. Vivid cinema, all that, all that stuff. How do you like? Is there a card well, you can get that print out and go? No. This is how it should look. Well, there's some. Well, some brands of TV, like like Samsung and other brands, would have that extra layer in the menu. There's even, I think, some TVs. I think the Samsung, the LG's definitely got it, where there is an expert mode. So, like a, a calibrator. Yeah. And you know, shout out to Mick from Avacal. They can get into the TV. There's a special yeah, right. entrance wow. into the settings that they can. And, and I'm talking. He set up cameras and measured things with with the computer. And yeah. th- this wasn't just something done with the eye. He he measured things. Yeah, because I, I mean, I yeah. went into some pretty serious detail. Oh, it's got color temperature. Yeah, when, when I was playing, um, oh, when I was playing okay, Division, yeah. <laughs> yeah, normally was, if that was if this was a, a a top of the line TV, there'd be 15 different options for all these and different settings and all that as well. Yeah, so when I was playing Division on the PlayStation... For for a TV this price, just having the colour temperature is actually not bad. Right. That's not bad. Would you go cool standard or warm as a a guide, as a scale? Depends on what you're watching. If If you're watching a movie, I'd probably go more the the brighter settings, so the, the warmer settings. But I think free to air and other stuff, like this, the guy who did the calibration for me, mate, Genius job. Hmm. He said, right, if you're watching Blu-ray, use this. And if you're watching 4K, use this. And he even turned HDR off. He says, no, nah, don't need that. He goes, watch this. You what, mate? HDR off. Why? Because right, so he says he, he did the settings and balanced it without it. He said, you don't, this is, this is the, the, the player telling you what to do. This is me telling you how it should be. And he, and he used a reference disc. His reference disc was Life of Pi. Have you ever seen that movie? Mm. And really great colour scenes in that. And I've got settings to watch my 4K, settings to watch Blu-ray. Free-to-air has got its own as well. So really interesting. I'm going to but, write about it on Tech Guide next on. week. But HDR is one of the big selling points of TVs in the last two years. It is. Uh, but he reckons that sometimes it kind of overcompensates in some parts. It's mm. sort of... It's good, but it's it's like it's like an autonomous car where it'll just obey the road rules without any finesse. You know, it'll just do <laughs> it'll just it's programmed to do a certain thing. I, I I can't explain it properly, but he said, you know what, we can do a better job with an HDR by tuning the the colours, the temperature, and doing all that as well. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, I just it's fascinating to hear someone say you would just turn off yeah, HDR. You did when. Yep. You know the whole point because I've got the Panasonic, the UB nine thousand, the the top of the line four K player, and that's got again like ten layers of settings and what you can do with it. Yeah, and now uh, I, I remember he goes, "Are you turning that off, really?" He goes, "Yeah, you watch. We don't, we don't oh, need I, it." I and he sort of showed me the difference on off, and and it was oh, I've got to say his settings was better. It was better looking picture. Wow. Yeah. 
But anyway, no, you look at the, look at his face there. How red it is. Like, yeah, it's just, I, I mean, but I've all, you know, no, but you know what? For a thousand dollar TV, well, thousand yeah. nine hundred bucks, it's pretty good. I've always found billions. I feel like I can see their makeup. Mm. I always feel like I can see yeah, their makeup. Right. Yeah. Like it's intense over Bobby's nose, and Chuck is heavy makeup. <laughs> I've always felt like I could see their makeup. You can, okay, yeah, yeah, it's good. Anyway, uh, full review and a video of the Kogan TV at uh, EFTM.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Well, I've got a little review too, and I reviewed the Nokia 8.1. Now, we, we've all been dazzled by the Huawei. The Huawei. Pro. Uh, mm. That's, that's, that's cra- a cracker phone. But uh, the Nokia 8.1 is uh, – look, if you, no, not everyone's going to drop 1500 bucks on a phone. No. Or $1,000 on a phone. Here's a six ninety nine dollar device, which for the price I think uh, it, it performs pretty well. I called it an impressive mid range performer. <laughs> and when when you look at this device, it's actually it's got a beautiful screen. They've got their nice pure view display. It's got HDR ten. Yep. It's got a re- really nice look to it. Uh, it's got really good battery life. I was impressed by the battery life. But I just like the shape of the phone. It's it's kind of stepped away from the long deep uh, shape of the phone. It's got a slightly wider uh, and a better aspect ratio to the screen. And in the, the Australian model yeah. actually doesn't have a notch. If you look online, there's the international model that has a, an iPhone ten like notch. Yeah. And I, for the life of me, tried to get the notch back. See how you can see on either side of the camera, there's actually part of the display. Yep. I tried to get the picture, to get the, the screen to go all the way to the top. Can't do it. And I, I was in the design, the developer settings, and it just would not allow me to do it. Why do you want it? So I, th- I just wanted to see that I could do it, and, yeah, and it right. wouldn't let me do it. And the Australian model would not let me do it. The international models, they, that's a different story, but... Just some something it yeah not a deal breaker but it just kept the screen squared off which not too bad but you still get all your info up the top there as well uh, camera wise this is also really impressive too they got the dual Zeiss lens on board uh, it's got I think twenty megapixel camera front and back so you have got the same quality camera both on the front facing camera and the dual rear cameras as well and and there's some shots here I've taken. On the camera, like, look at that! Look how nice the colours are. There's a they don't muck around on cameras, not yeah, you. Got oh. to, you got to say it's well, it's Zeiss. Zeiss. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, it's it's in the same way that that Huawei have the Leica, Leica partnership. Absolutely right. You know, Nokia and, and smashed it with that. I feel like that's what Samsung needs next is a solid lens yeah, partnership. They do well, really and, well. Apple, I think Apple would never ever do that. No, but that's what I'm saying about the Samsung. For it. I think yeah. In the Android maybe, world, maybe. that's what Samsung's lacking. Yeah. You know, they buy they buy Harman, they got the AKG for the audio. I just feel anyway, yeah, that's just true, we, true. we digress. But the uh, the Nokia, I've got to say, decent battery life, not, not sort of not the two day battery life, but easily through a day and, and a bit. Uh, and a couple of things you don't get, it's not doesn't have wireless charging. It's also not yeah. water resistant. But you know what? It's six ninety nine, I think decent value and, and it's got it's also got a uh, the the Snapdragon processor's got AI on board as well for yep. battery efficiency. It also works on the camera, similar to the Huawei. It knows what it's looking at, yep. so it knows if it's looking at a dog or a plant or whatever. So that's on board as well for a mid-range phone. You're yeah. getting uh, that, okay. that's not a bad feature. So all up, pretty good. Six hundred ninety-nine for the Nokia eight point one. Check it out, techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Three eighty-five is the episode number. Thank you to the good people at Netgear and Uniden for their continued and fulfilling support of this great program and to you for your contact send us a tweet send us an email send us a facebook whatever you want to send and if, if you are driving, a road trip, yeah, if you let your passenger take the photo <laughs> yeah let your passenger take a photo but send it let us know where you're heading uh yeah. and uh, and how you're listening it's always good to see those things it's always good to frankly know that you're listening because otherwise see, it's just two blokes talking to each other that's right that's it i mean i with, with, physically we do know there are people downloading it but of course i mean it could be a bot <laughs> what if no one's listening, Stephen? Is that right? We did get Can a tweet. Remember, Gary last week, I think, said it was the best, best One of the pre-show best ever. Best pre-show, yeah. It was pretty solid. I forget what we talked did about. We it was pretty solid. a pre-show this time? Yeah, I'm, that... I'm not going to give you the whole thing, though, folks, because okay. it did get yeah, a bit... Okay. <laughs> yeah, but we'll, I'll pick it up somewhere. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, thanks for, thanks for listening. Thanks for your support. And we'll be back again next week on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec.